0: It's time to feel better with help from Dr. Suzanne Bennett. Allergies, nutrition, ultimate wellness, all discussed right here, right now. It's Wellness for Life Radio on Radio MD. Here's your host, Dr. Suzanne. You all know that we need to take an in essential nutrients in order to be healthy. Now, these essential nutrients are compounds that your body can't make on its own, so we need to get them from the healthy foods we eat for cellular function. Now, these essential nutrients include vitamins, minerals, amino acids, fiber, and omega-3 fatty acids. We get these nutrients from our food, and many of them work synergistically with each other. So a deficiency in one nutrient can affect multiple aspects of one's health. Now, along with essential nutrients found in healthy foods, there can be anti-nutrients. Now, you may have never heard of this term before, but anti-nutrients have been researched for a long time. Now, these anti-nutrients are plant compounds found in a variety of healthy foods, including legumes such as beans, lentils, peanuts, and even soybeans. Also in tomatoes, nuts, and grains such as wheat, rice, and even quinoa, quinoa, which is actually a seed. Now, because cows are fed grains Dairy can even be included as an anti-nutrient. Now, they're called anti-nutrients because these chemicals actually interfere with the body's ability to absorb essential nutrients, such as calcium and magnesium, zinc, and iron. They can also inhibit important digestive enzymes causing gastrointestinal distress and other gut-related issues. Now, you may ask, why would these plants develop these toxic components in the first place? Now, plants develop protective, defensive, uh, defense mechanisms to deter predators such as birds and bugs and pests now this allows the best survival rate of the seeds and future reproduction the seeds can taste bitter to the predators as in the case of quinoa now i love quinoa quinoa seeds are coated and and on the outer layers concentrated with anti-nutrients called saponins so birds typically do not eat them Antinutrients contain compounds that bind to good nutrients so they can't be absorbed by the body and may cause digestive dis- distress. So again, predators learn to leave them alone. Now, antinutrients include lignans, saponins, uh, phytates, phytoestrogens, oxalates, phenolic compounds, lectins, glutens, and others. There are a lot of them in Uh, healthy foods. Now they're found in plant foods and so although the specific type and toxin levels vary from food to food, today I'm going to talk about three specific anti-nutrients and give you some tips on how to minimize their effects. Let's start with lectins. Now these are anti-nutrients found in especially wheat and beans. Now it's no surprise that the top food allergens contain higher amounts of lectins. These food allergens include wheat, soy, dairy, eggs, peanuts, tree nuts, Fish and shellfish. Lectins are also found in the nightshade families, and these uh, nightshade families include potatoes, tomatoes, bell peppers, uh, jalapeno peppers, and even black peppers and eggplant. Now, lectins are sticky or uh, and they're agglutinating. They allow them to affect both the bloodstream and the intestinal lining. So then it makes the red blood cells clump, causing inflammation. They bind in the small intestinal lining and it can reduce the absorption of essential nutrients as well as damage the intestinal um, tissues. It also sets uh, off a variety of other issues such as negative changes to otherwise healthy bacterial flora in the gut. It can cause gastrointestinal distress, similar to even food poisoning, and they can cause even skin issues like rashes and breakouts, joint pain like arthritis, um, allergic responses, and other gut inflammatory reactions. As the intestinal lining is compromised by these sticky lectins, you can get leaky gut. And and lectins and other particles of toxins can then go into the bloodstream causing additional inflammatory and autoimmune issues. Now, the immune system starts to attack those particles and and the lectin particles, as well as as other types of tissues. And then, of course, that will cause other autoimmune issues, such as irritable bowel syndrome, Crohn's disease, chronic fatigue syndrome, Hashimoto's disease, and many more. Let's go into the next type of anti-nutrient called saponins. Saponins is a group of naturally occurring compounds found in more than a hundred varieties of plants. So for instance, legumes such as chickpeas, mung beans, kidney beans, soybeans, lentils, they all have saponins. Oats, asparagus, spinach, garlic, and my favorite quinoa. I love quinoa. And these saponins are concentrated on the outer layer of the seed or the grain. Now, did you know that these layers are often used by manufacturers Um, as a potent natural insecticide, yeah, it's it's that strong of a chemical. So anyway, you know, purchasing organic quinoa grains likely uh, will mean that the grains have been pre-washed to remove the saponin coatings, but even so, I actually use different methods of, of preparation, and I'll be talking about that soon. The next, the third uh, anti-nutrient I wanted to to share is called phytic acid or phytates. It's found in a lot of edible seeds, grains, legumes, and nuts in various amounts. Again, you know the same type of foods actually carry these anti-nutrients, and small quantities are also found in the roots and tubers, uh, roots and tubers of of um, foods that we eat. Now, phytic acids have a strong binding capacity to minerals such as iron, zinc, and calcium. And therefore, it can cause mineral deficiencies in individuals who eat high phytate uh, foods with every meal, especially if in developing countries where main food sources of daily, you know, each meal is a grain or a bean or even both. So you'll find a lot of these mineral deficiencies in these countries that eat these types of foods. So what can you do to lower the uh, anti-nutrients in your diet? Now, I know, um, I just love my share of almonds and sesame seed bars and and the quinoa salads that I make at home, you know, a couple times a week. So what I do, how do we benefit from these nutritious, tasty foods, but also lower, the anti-nutrients. So I'm going to share with you, there are several preparation methods to mitigate the toxic effects of these lectins, saponins, and phytic acids um, uh, in the food. And that includes soaking, sprouting, and fermenting grains, seeds, nuts, and legumes. So number one, let's soak our grains and seeds and beans overnight. You soak them And make sure you pour the water out, rinse them again, and then you cook the the food with uh, fresh water and that will help remove uh, the anti-nutrients. And please note that if you undercook beans, they actually may be more toxin that, toxic than raw beans, but raw beans have super high levels of these chemicals. So you definitely want to soak and then cook. Now, number two, the second way of reducing the uh, the saponins and phytic acid and lectins is to sprout. These seeds, because sprouting germinates uh, this process, the germination, and it causes a degradation of these anti-nutrients. And you're turning these seeds and grains into vegetables. They're not the seeds anymore. They turn into vegetables. So that's a way to reduce the anti-nutrients. Third, what you can do is, is you can do um, uh, what's called fermentation. A uh, Fermentation promotes anti-nutrient breakdown, breakdown. Lactic acid fermentation is the preferred method. Method and a good example of this is when you uh, use, let's say, the um, uh, uh, ferment with um, kimchi and things like that. You know, fermentation helps reduce a lot of the the toxins in. The, the uh, vegetable itself. Okay. So what are we going to do? You know, now it's really important that you want to make sure at the uh, final note is that you have a healthier gut. When you have a healthier gut, it will minimize a cumulative negative effects of these anti-nutrients. And then that will then reduce autoimmune issues, hyperimmune issues, allergy issues, and all of those other um, chronic illnesses that we don't want. And definitely take a high potency probiotic and get plenty of fiber to promote a healthy microbiome thank you so much well until next time this is dr suzanne thank you for giving me this opportunity to serve you and i am really dedicated every day to helping you feel and be your best today this is wellness for life radio on radio md see you next time stay well